Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a morning edition of Arrowhead Addicts podcast. What's going on? Are, are we tailgating? Is, is this like day drinking? Can we start? We're sponsored <laughs> by KC Beer. I guess they want me drinking in the morning. I'm here with Lee Olazak from stripehype.com, a Bengals expert. We've allowed her in the room, virtual room here. Yeah, thanks for inviting me back after yeah, the last no, you, game. <laughs> you were so great last time we we did a preview. And, uh, it, but like, are either of us day drinking right now? Like, is this, are we allowed no. to on corporate time now? No, I'm definitely not drinking. I oh, didn't yeah. get the memo. Am I supposed to be drinking? Do I need to go get, get drunk for this? Like, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've got a friend who has never drunk, but he hates telling other people he doesn't drink. And so I've known him for like two decades and he just has like, he goes and gets a bottle, pours it out, fills it with water. And he's done it at like 500 social functions that we've both been at. for. That's like so smart. Years. It's so smart. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what we need this morning. Anyway, welcome to everyone in Chiefs Kingdom coming in. We appreciate your support um, as always. Uh, just for a preview later on today, uh, Matt Verderam, Patrick Allen will be here with the Thursday night or afternoon show, giving their full perspective, preview, and predictions for a raucous AFC championship game. But for now, I'm thrilled to be here with Lee. If you don't know Lee's work, you can check her Twitter handle right there. At oh, like please, please Lee. <laughs> Say what, Lee? Please don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. You can also check at Stripe Hype. Um, on Twitter, stripehype.com. Lee is the site expert there. Um, editor does wonderful work. We actually had Lee on, if you remember, we had Lee on earlier in the season when the Bengals and the Chiefs had a showdown in the regular season and providing a little bit of preview there. And then it just went so well. We're like, we got to do this again, of course, with the AFC Championship on tap. Before we get into what we're all here for, which is to talk more and more about this game that we keep talking about, um, and getting a Bengals perspective, which is why Lee's here today. Just want to remind you all, we're, we're sponsored by the fine, wonderful folks at KC Beer. 
uh, I had a chance to pour some of the malt and and do some of the stirring and the whatever myself, uh, along with the other guys like Sterling Holmes and the guys I just mentioned. So we actually have our own beer there. If you're around in the area, want to check it out. It's Arrow Red Lager. It's delicious. Uh, it also has like minimal distribution. You got to go and get it yourself at the place. So anyway, our fine friends, Casey Beer, we appreciate their support uh, and sponsorship. Lee, just want to get into this because uh, look, the Bengals, you know, one win and then that second win and then that third win. And, you know, like it's one thing to lose three in a row to any team, right? Like we look at like, like the Chiefs look at the Titans and kind of scratch our heads going, I don't know why the Titans seem to have our number two. Like that, because Andy Reid and company has the number of almost the entire NFL. Patrick Mahomes has won 80%. Mm-hmm. 80%. I mean, 80%. I haven't, I've never done 80% of anything, right? <laughs> uh, 80% of, 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 of his win percentage. And yet the Bengals haven't just won three in a row. Like I haven't flipped enough calendar dates, it seems, for there to be three wins in a row. In the last, what, 12 or 13 months, the Bengals have taken them out on the road, at home, regular season, postseason. Therefore, all this to say, when I'm looking at Bengals Twitter this week, the fans fans seem like they're just kicked back and relaxed going, yeah, we – Dude, we're going to mop the floor with you guys. <laughs> Players are calling it Burrowhead Stadium. Which doesn't really make sense because it doesn't rhyme, and he's only beaten them there once. So I will say that. I don't really I don't really get the Burrowhead thing. but I think it's kind of catchy, though. I mean, I hate it, but I get it. And let me ask you this. Do you think this confidence – like, do you feel that confidence? Is this confidence well-founded? Do you think, oh, yeah, they should talk it up? Well, kind of their whole – spiel this season has been we're underdogs nobody believes in us that kind of crap and so coming into this game they're favored so they can't really have that angle or they're gonna look stupid so I think they've kind of flipped it to oh we're gonna kick your butt because they know if they go in they're like no one believes in us it's like you're last I checked they were a one-point favorite so it's like you can't really say that when you're favored on the road against of, of all teams the Chiefs who have been in this situation for the last five years you, you you have to find a new perspective. So I think that's kind of why they're so cocky because they're like, well, we can't do our normal shtick, so we got to figure something else out. And I will say the pressure is totally on them in this game. The Chiefs, for the first time maybe since Mahomes has been there, there's not really pressure on them to win this game. And I think that that's a perspective that people aren't really considering that much is that it really is more pressure on the Bengals. If you go into Burrowhead and you lose to a one-legged Mahomes, that's embarrassing. Like, so at this point, mm. the pressure's on them. And I, I don't know if they realize that, but the pressure is 100% on them and not on Kansas City. And that's when the Chiefs are scary. Okay. So so you think the, the injury to Mahomes actually flipped the entire script there? Yes. In terms of who the pressure 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think that there's – earlier in the week, I'm not going to lie to you, when this matchup was first determined – I kind of sat back and I was like, I don't really think the Chiefs have much of a shot. Then I, and I'm a pretty logical person, so I don't just throw that out there. But I was like, Mahomes is hurt. The Bengals just have a better all-around team. But then I kind of started looking at it more and I'm like, well, we saw the rest of the Chiefs team kind of rally around Mahomes and really just that O-line on that 98-yard drive with Chad Henney, that was crazy. The run game is pretty good if Andy Reid actually sticks with it. The defense played really well and they they forced that, that fumble at the end of the game. 
um, if their special teams could just play a little bit better, I think <laughs> the Chiefs, you know, they, they have to play a near perfect game to win this. And I think they know that. But also they can play a little more loose. And I think that that is what makes them dangerous, because if they don't rely on Mahomes to just play hero ball, like they look how that worked out for the Bills with Josh Allen. That didn't work out very well for them. So if the Chiefs have to kind of go off of Mahomes a little bit and run the ball more, I think they're they're going to be a lot scarier than Bengals fans are giving them credit for. Do you want a smart lock, a 2K cam and doorbell all in one? Now you can with Eufy, the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. Easy to install. All you need is just a Phillips screwdriver. So easy that even I, yes, I figured out how to install it. It's a keyless entry, so no more fumbling for the keys, which, by the way, I didn't even have a key to my front door. Uh, yeah, I had to go through the garage, so I would be SOL if something were to happen, but not anymore with Eufy. It's keyless. You have no monthly fee, unlike other brands that charge monthly fees. Your recordings locally and never have to pay for storage, and the customer service is top-notch now. Let's be real. I didn't have to use it. I figured out how to use that Phillips screwdriver to install. Trust me, guys. I, I, I'm not lying to you. It is extremely easy. But if you have issues with your Eufy or installation, be rest assured Eufy's on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty. If you want to check it out, which I highly recommend you do, check out the Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. I was just looking at some of the stats earlier this week. You mentioned the run game. I want to talk about this run game because the run game has been healthy for the Chiefs in each of the three losses. Yeah. And they've right? been good. They've been good against the Bengals. In each they've other. averaged six yards per carry through three full games. They've had four touchdowns. And I, and I, I think they've, they have something like 430 something yards in wow. those games. So it's like they're averaging well over a hundred yards, maybe 140 per game with a very healthy average, more than half a first down <laughs> every time someone carries the ball. But even with those healthy numbers, they still lose by three. Do you think a, a stronger emphasis there, like like maybe even leaning more on the run to the point where it's like half and half? Well, yeah, especially if Mahomes isn't going to be as mobile. You need to be running the ball some way. And I, if they've had success, and I, that's what I didn't get with the AFC title game last year, was they were running the ball so well against the Bengals, and then they just stopped doing it in the second half. And they had a big lead, too. Yeah. It was just kind of, and I know Andy Reid kind of does this sometimes, and it's like, why are you doing that? Like, run the ball. <laughs> like, if, if they run the ball well this week, they have a very good chance of, of winning. Yeah. They really do. Just don't let Mahomes do too much. And that, that sounds so crazy to say, like, he's Mahomes, but he's limited. And I think if you run the ball more, they're going to have a better chance to win it. Let's go back to Mahomes' injury, because you brought that up as the thing that flipped the script in terms of applying pressure on the Bengals then, it's almost like the Chiefs have a have a, a get-out-of-jail-free card, like an excuse, like, oh, if you, want, if you end up missing school, yeah. I've got a doctor's note waiting right here. Exactly. Like that. And, and one of the things the Chiefs' kingdom has been talking a lot about this week, and I didn't know how much this has been talked about in the Bengals' world. Well, by the way, what do you call it? Is it the Bengals' 
Bengals. Zoo pen. <laughs> Did you say zoo pen? I don't know. Uh, An animal uh, cage. The, the I, who, who days? Maybe I don't. I okay. honestly, yeah. I don't think they have like a Chiefs Kingdom <laughs> title. You know, that's not Bengals Kingdom or anything like that. The jungle, like they call their stadium oh, jungle. There you go. The um, jungle, right? So, so I want to know how much in the jungle some Chiefs fans are talking about. Maybe the ankle and the um the mystery surrounding how healthy he'll be, how much he'll be able to do, how how limber or not limber, whatever, could actually open things up by forcing Andy Reid to let go to parts of the playbook that mm-hmm. maybe haven't been around for a while. Like there was, no a, globe. There was a great <laughs> Yeah, there was a great meme around like uh dusting off the Alex Smith playbook, you know, like like from years ago, like whatever that means. So I, I guess I wonder are are some people in um, in Cincinnati thinking about those same things? Like, are they thinking about, man, this this kind of creates a we don't know what they can do, and that makes them more dangerous. I don't really know that they're buying that Mahomes is that injured. To be perfectly honest with you, a lot okay. of them saw video of him yesterday where he was moving, and they they're like, yeah, he's fine. So, right. and right. I think I think they know they need to prepare for Mahomes as if he's going to play Mahomes ball type thing. Um, they're probably going to game plan it the same way they have the last three games because, you know, why, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind yeah. of thing, yeah. you know? So it's like they, they're probably going to go into it with the same game plan. I would imagine, yes, they're going to try to dial up more pressure on it, but if the Chiefs are running the ball well, they hopefully won't have to worry about that. So Sure, yeah. sure. Well, that's, that's great to know. want to give a quick shout out here in the middle of the broadcast. Mike in Sweden, uh, appreciate the super chat here. He says, appreciate you both. Keep up the good work and go buy each of yourselves a beer on me. <laughs> Very Which, nice. One, He's giving me one too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mike is a generous guy. Uh, and by the way, I, I'm assuming Mike appreciates this maybe a little bit more than others because we're broadcasting in the daytime. Like the morning here. Uh, That's reasonable time in, in Sweden, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's some like nice Scandinavian downtime right now, and he's like, hey, here's a cold one for all of us. Love it. Uh, Mike, always appreciate uh, the support there too. Um, also, by the way, quick shout out. Want to do this because we've got such a great opportunity, and, and then we'll get back to some Bengals Chiefs chat in just a second. I want to pass along. We've got an awesome promo uh, for new Bet MGM customers for the conference championship games that are happening this weekend. For all legal betting states, use the code Arrowhead for a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. Using our promo code Arrowhead is a great way to support Arrowhead Addict, uh, which which so many of you have already done and it's just been such a big help. We get a small fee from BetMGM for each new better that uses our code. So if you don't yet have that BetMGM account, do us a solid, sign up with Arrowhead, use that code Arrowhead and place that bet. Now look, if you have problems, gambling issues, whatever, please seek help. I do want to read this disclaimer. Um, new customers, 21 over and only, present in select states. Rewards issued is not withdrawals, withdrawable free bets or site credits. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. See full terms at betmgm.com. Look, if you have a gambling problem, call. This is a lot to get through here. 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, Indiana, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Wyoming, 1-800-522-4700. That's in Colorado and Kansas. 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NY uh, in New York. 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 888-789-7777 in Connecticut. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-877-770-STOP-STOP in Louisiana. And call or text 
the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789 or 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia. <sighs> Got through that. Seriously, if you need help, seek it. Um, but also if you want to help here, sign up. Uh, it's kind of a back and forth there. Lee, uh, let's get back to it. I want to talk um, about some of the swagger, by the way. How, I'm just curious about this. How many people in the jungle or whatever appreciate Eli Apple talking oh, as much as oh. Eli Apple does? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Eli Apple does not represent Bengals fans. And if you ask a lot of Bengals fans, they're also going to be very annoyed with what he does. He 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 needs to tone it down, like, <laughs> like a lot. He's up here. He needs to be down here. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So even his own teammates, you think, are, are like, wish he would just, like, put the phone down. I don't know about teammates, but I imagine somebody in the PR team probably told him he needed to apologize for that tweet. Um, yeah. Even if, you know, he meant to kind of take a, take a jab at uh, DeMar Hamlin. I don't know that he did. I think it was an NBA reference, but... Um, regardless, it was in poor taste. Like, just don't send that tweet. That's kind of par for the course with Eli Apple, right? Like, uh, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we have a we have a quick question, and it, it seems to follow up on something that you said earlier. So I want to give you, Lee, okay. I'd like to give you the chance to say, Nathan Keck writes, curious how the Bengals are an all-around better team than the Chiefs. Is it just because of Mahomes' injury? Uh, DVOA has Chiefs ranked higher than the Bengals. That is one metric. I just want to get your perspective because I know you also know the Chiefs pretty well. You're like, you're yeah, not, you're I live in Kansas City. For those of you, yeah, for those of you who don't know, I do live in Kansas City, so I know the Chiefs pretty well. Um, yeah, I, I, I. The reason I think that they have the better all-around roster, they have better weapons. Their defense is all around, I would say, much better. And 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 you know, the Chiefs have a really good team too. I'm not sitting here crapping on the Chiefs by any any means. I, the Bengals are in this position because they had the number one overall pick, and then they were able to take Jamar Chase the next year, and they were able to sign good talent. They were able to get Trey Hendrickson, B.J. Hill. They've gotten some really good names for their defense, and their defense was a big part of why they got to where they got last year. A lot of people just want to say it was Burrow, but their defense is better. I, I would say their defense is better than the, than the Chiefs. Sure, sure. I think it's even fair to say, I mean, just from a Chiefs perspective, like the the Bengals for sure are playing the best football. Yes, in the absolutely. NFL right now. Yeah, I don't think you can really argue that. Maybe Flip the 49ers, back. but other than that, I don't think you can really argue that the Bengals are they're red hot. Yeah, yeah, they're they're red hot, and even Chiefs fans would have to say we still don't have special teams. Showed up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, finishing on the pass rush continues to sometimes be a problem. Coverage at linebacker major issue so yeah the, you know like the, the chiefs are not without significant questions mm-hmm. concerns or holes um and so i you know i definitely understand what you're saying there i want to go back to something here as we like talk about the game one of the things i wanted to, to kind of bring up to you like we talk about three and oh Bengals recent dominance whatever but each of those games were just three point losses i mean not even like you know, mm-hmm. most of the time when we talk about close games, we say, oh, it's within a single score, which means seven points. Yeah. But these are like three-point margins, as in you had – one in overtime. One in overtime last year. And yeah. one in overtime. And I guess, I guess, like, the confidence to me can feel a little lo- – like, is it like like a Jenga, you know, the longer you play Jenga, you know, or – yeah. And, and, you know, where it seems a little bit flimsy and could fall apart quickly because each of those games could have easily turned on a dime with hey, this. Absolutely. Yeah. 
or play. How much of that is in like is in the is in the water there? Do Bengals fans really acknowledge that or are they like, look, man, a win's a win and we've won three in a row and suck it up? Yeah, that was kind of what I was gonna say was when you win these games, you don't really look at oh, but we could have lost, you know, whereas when you lose, you look at, oh, we could have won. That's that's what you focus on when you lose. You're like, why did we lose? When you win, you're like, yeah, it wasn't the prettiest of wins, but a win's a win. And I think that that's kind of the mentality here. If the if it was flipped the other way, like, for instance, the Chiefs beat the Broncos like 15 straight times. Do they look at each of those games and they're like, well, you know, it was one <laughs> score. Like, no, because you'd have to go back to 2015 to do that. I just don't think you really fixate on it that much when you're actively winning in that rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm with you. I have done that with the Chargers, like in the AFC West. <laughs> those games can be so close and you think, ah, we could have lost that one. Um uh, over here, I've got a comment from Baiju. Um, what are the Bengals' weaknesses, if any? And by the way, gives a shout Ooh. out. Lee, I've always enjoyed your articles on the oh. website. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, um, the biggest weakness, I would have said the run game was a pretty big weakness. They, but then, you know, you see what Joe Mixon did last week. I think the team rushed for 170 yards. I will say it was in the snow. I think that it's kind of hard to tell in those those bad weather games because you – you know, it's not a really even a really even playing field in that case. But before that, their run game had not been very good. And I know Chiefs fans are kind of like, okay, sure, they run for like nearly 200 yards on us every time. So you guys <laughs> are probably rolling your eyes at me when I say that. But that has been the weakness. When they played the Ravens, they didn't run for much. They it's been a lot of Burrow kind of having to to make magic happen, and he's got all those weapons and everything. So it hasn't been a bad thing for them until this point. It hasn't caught up to them. In other words. Um, and their pass rush was good last week, but their pass rush has been a struggle throughout the season. There, there are several games in a row where they just disappear and you don't see them. But then they come out with a vengeance. So hopefully last week for you guys, that was their vengeance game and they don't touch Mahomes this week. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you brought up the snow. I, I, I want to go there because no, let's go there. The, because one of the like uh, as I watched the Bengals coming into the postseason, and then dealing with the injuries that they're dealing with. I'm mm-hmm. looking at Alex Kappa has an ankle issue. Yes. Right? I think Jonah Williams has a knee issue. Yep. Dislocated um, kneecap. So, like, given sort of the thin nature, when I watched the Bills game, <laughs> that offensive line deserved a standing ovation. Yeah. So you not- wouldn't have known they had three injury, three starters out, would you? Like, you no. would have thought the Bills had three starters out from how both sides played. Absolutely. Played wonderfully. But part of that, too, like how much of that is the snow? How much of that was a one-time give-it-all <laughs> effort? Um, do you do you think that that level of play is what we will see on Sunday? Or do you think there's going to be someone or some persons exposed? I'm I, kind of a lot of different things to touch on here. First sure. of all, Jonah Williams and Alex Kappa could come back this weekend. There is okay. that. I, a lot of people immediately once Jackson Carmen was good at left tackle, they were crowning him the next franchise left tackle over Jonah Williams. So that's going to be interesting if Williams can come back. Okay. You know, angry people get. Um, I will say I do think some, the snow was a factor. I do think the Bills not having Von Miller was a major factor there because the Bills pass rush was not good without Von Miller. And I yeah. think that I know we're not here to talk about the Bills because um, they're done they're watching from the couch but like that is something you need to you need to think about with with the bills pass rush they just were not the same 
So, yeah, like it was a real. I, I don't want to take anything away from the Bengals' offensive line last week. Like they they played so good, but this week Chris Jones, who I don't think has had a playoff sack, you gotta imagine he is just really wanting that this week. Yeah. Frank Clark seems to turn it on in the playoffs. I honestly forgot he was on the Chiefs roster for most of the <laughs> year until the playoffs started. I was like, oh, there he is. Um, You're not the only one. The Chiefs' pass rush is a lot better than what the Bills were working with, and I. I, I don't want to say that it's going to be like the the seven-sack performance in the Super Bowl against the Bengals that the Rams had, but I think they're going to be able to get some pressure, and I, it's going to be probably a little – it's going to be kind of in the middle. I think they're going to obviously let up some sacks. They're not going to have another. If they do, I'll be, I'll be like, okay, well, this is the O-line moving forward then, I guess. But <laughs> I, uh, I, don't, I don't expect them to be that dominant again this week. Sure, sure. Uh, let me ask you this. If, if the Chiefs – win this game right if they're okay if they end up the victors which of course we're all hoping for including you secretly no um, no, no. Like, like, <laughs> like looking looking back from a hypothetical or fictional ending here if the chiefs win what do you think will have happened kind of what i was talking about earlier i think in that case mahomes didn't have to do everything if that makes sense. I think yep. they run the ball and they stick with it. And that's the important thing is they need to stick with it. <laughs> they, their special teams especially cannot give up those big returns. Um, Harrison Butker has got to be making every field goal. They, the chiefs kind of have to play a perfect game. I would say because the Bengals don't make mistakes. Mm. And that's kind of what I would say. The chiefs can't turn the ball over. they, they honestly, they have to play a damn near perfect game to win this. And I'm not saying they obviously have a have a decent shot of winning because it's any given Sunday and all that crap. But like, sure. yeah, uh, uh, that's got to be you can't have Mahomes back there throwing 60 times a game that if they're doing that, they're not going to win. Do you um, so you think the, the Bengals have more margin to work with? Yes, because the Bengals don't turn the ball over as much and they do force more takeaways. So yeah. they and they just they they don't get penalized a lot. Luckily for Chiefs Kingdom, Carl Sheffers isn't doing this game. I know you guys just love him, but um, that that's kind of they don't make a lot of mistakes. So if, if the Chiefs make a mistake and give the Bengals an extra possession, that could be the difference in the game. And I know that's just well, Lee, that's just how football works. But um, you know, I I think that the Chiefs have to play a lot better of a game. And they need to try to get the Bengals kind of off their typical style of what they do each week. Yeah, yeah. By the way, who is be- who is best at that? Like on the Bengals schedule, who is best at 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 getting them to play the Ooh. game they don't want to play? Uh, well, you saw the Ravens do it to them a couple of weeks ago in the in the yeah. wild card game. I would say the Ravens run the ball very that's like all the ravens could do they were not throw, they actually they did throw pretty well and eli apple got toasted in that game i'm sure everyone just loved that um i would say the ravens and the browns used to be a team that really tripped them up until the second matchup this past year the browns just notoriously made them look bad um and you know if you look bad against the browns then i don't know what to tell you so yeah there's just something about divisional rivalry. Yeah. Yeah, and they and something interesting about the Bengals too. From like the the halfway mark, they were zero and three against their division, and they still ended up. They managed to go three and three, and win that division. So they just they're a team that they're very much a second half of the season team. That's okay. and that's that's when they're they play the best, and that's the only time it really matters to play the best is because when you get hot going in the playoffs, you're set up. You're 
looking good and you're probably going to make it. Yeah, certainly at the midpoint, no one was talking about the Bengals. No, in, no not in, at all. In, except in terms of they're probably one and done as AFC reps. Yeah, and and you, I will say that was well-deserved because they hadn't really deserved to be getting much praise at that point. Um, oh, my cat's decided to join us. This is squid. Um, and I, <laughs> he, he does this, so hopefully no one minds that he's here and, and joining and wanting to talk football with us too. But I mean, We're talking uh, about Bengals and cat yeah, well, family. Yeah, well, he, you know, clearly he's a Panthers fan. Um, <laughs> what... Uh, what were we even talking about? I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's fine. No, no, we're fine. Hey, I, let me ask you, I want to ask you the mirror question to what I just asked you. If the Bengals win, and maybe we've already covered a lot of this territory, but if the Bengals win, like you would, I'm, I'm assuming you're, that's going to be your prediction. What will have happened if the Bengals are the representative once again in Super Bowl LV11? 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 Yeah. LV. If you put Roman numerals in front of me and and told me what it was, other than 50, I'd be like, I don't don't know what this means. I don't know what this gibberish is. (laughs) Um, I don't know why they don't just change it to the numbers because does anyone actually know Roman numerals? Anyway, to your question, you said if the Bengals win, what will have happened essentially? Um, Pretty much the flip of my answer. They, They got to play their style of ball. Joe Burrow was able to target a lot of different receivers. They got their run game going, their defense. I don't want to say shut down Mahomes because I, I don't think that – I do think this game is going to be close. I do want to put that out there. I think it's going to be close. Okay. Um, I, I think the Bengals, as long as they play their style, don't turn the ball over. And even when they did turn the ball over on the wildcard game, they had that crazy Sam Hubbard return. I think their defense is really good at making those plays – in those key moments and Chiefs fans saw, have seen this with the Travis Kelsey. Fu- I don't, and I don't want to, you know, rehash and make all of you guys cry, but like the Travis Kelsey fumble, the <laughs> AFC championship game last year with the, the late Mahomes pick, like all these things, they just, they seem to happen. Like you said, the ball bounces one way and they always seem to bounce the Bengals way. Yeah. And that's, what's going to need to happen again this time is they're going to need to get that, you know, when Mahomes and the chiefs are inevitably driving down the field and you're all sitting there sweating, drinking your beers and, a big turnover happens. That's that's what the Bengals are going to need in in this game. They're going to need to play their same style, and their defense is probably going to have to win it for them again in the final like two minutes. Sure, sure. That that's got to free them up even more. When I think about Mahomes' injury, you don't have to spy for him to scramble like you normally do. Yeah, I mean, at least that's the thought going into yeah. the game. Um, that only frees you up even more to disguise some coverage to you know to to kind of secretly drop an extra man into maybe a place that Mahomes isn't seeing through the sight lines. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I think you're right. You know, if, if it had just happened once, like if it was just the Hubbard thing, you know, if it was just the pick. Yeah. You think, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. yeah. There and the Chiefs shot themselves in the foot. But when that has continued to happen, the Bengals are looking like an opportunistic defense. It feels like – and I'm so sorry, you're never going to want me back again after I say this, but like this just feels like the Bengals' year to me. Maybe that's because I've been writing about them, but they always have these crazy plays where they, it's like, okay, they're not going to win. And then they end up winning because of some ridiculous play. Mm-hmm. And it just, I've been saying since about they started their winning streak, I was like, it just feels like they're going to get something going. And, you know, here they are, same matchup as last year. But this time they don't have that underdog angle. So this year they're expected to win. If putting it into a a perspective that Chiefs fans will get a little more, the 2014 and 2015 Royals, 
it's kind of like that. Like they went to the World Series. Everyone's like, what a cute little story. And then the next year they were like, okay, we're not cute anymore. We're here to fuck shit up. Mm. And that's kind of what the Bengals are trying to do this year. And I'm not saying the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. I just think it feels like their year, if they're going to do it, for them to do it this year. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Lee, I want to get your prediction. Okay. But I, I don't but know I also, that you do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I want to get your prediction. Uh, real quick, I want to go to a comment, and then and then I have one more side question for you. Okay. One, uh, just one, John Clifford writes, both teams are on a huge mission to return to the Super Bowl with the best talent in the NFL. Chiefs want Cincinnati to complete a full mission. Cincinnati will unfolding without the Super Bowl champs. Um, yeah, this, I mean, this is going to be a clash of, of two teams on that mission. Both teams have rightfully have, you know, have earned the right to think about a Super Bowl in the preseason. And so I'm glad that this is the matchup because this is, this to me feels like the best going against the best, which is what we all would love to see. Um, Lee, by the way, before prediction, um, the, the, I was just looking at coaching continuity the other day and I'm writing something about this later on where the chiefs have more coordinator continuity on their roster than any other team in the NFL five years with Eric Bieniemy as coordinator on the offensive side, four years with Steve Spagnuolo as defensive coordinator. The only other team that comes close, <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. Yep. Four years for both offensive and defensive coordinator. After that, it's not close. And the NFL is a carousel. That, yeah. That because when you're impressive, you're getting hired for, for yep. coaching. Yeah. Why have the Bengals held on to both their OC and DC for this long? I don't know. Like, I really wish I could give you a good answer to that question. I don't know. Uh, Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator, has been requested to interview with the Colts, and the Colts have interviewed like everybody. Um, Lou Anarumo, he's the defensive coordinator. I don't know why teams aren't talking to him. I do not get it. I don't know if maybe it's that he's on the older side, if it's that he's a defensive coordinator, if it's just that there's only five openings and everyone's kind of waiting for that Sean Payton domino to drop. I, I I really wish I could be like, it's because of this, Matt, but mm. I, I don't know. I like if I were running a team, I would at least want to talk to both of those guys. But I I don't know. Yeah. I was just curious because I think Chiefs fans scratched their head a lot too, going, you know, is yeah. there, the enemy ever gonna get a job somewhere else? What's going on? So um, but then I noticed that the Bengals had similar yep. continuity and look, there. And look why they're where they're at. Like it you said continuity, and that's Here's probably why they're teams? both in the spot. Here's both teams with very stable leadership. Well, Lee, appreciate you coming on the show. Want to get your prediction here. Uh, what are we, according to you, what are we going to see on Sunday night? I really didn't want to have to do a prediction, but that's, it, it's just, it's so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable for me, just where I live, the team I cover. Like, it's just, it's, it's like, I can't win no matter who I predict to win. Sure. Um, I unfortunately do for you guys. I do think the Bengals are going to win. I earlier in the week, I thought it was going to be, oh, Chiefs, no chance. Like Mahomes is hurt, like game over, like not your year. I think there is a there's definitely a chance that they can win. Like we've been talking about the ball bounces their way. They've got a chance. I'm going to go. I don't know if you need like a score prediction or any of that. I think the Bengals win it. I don't know that it's like a, a walk off field goal, but I think they win it. And it comes down to Mahomes and them drive in and then uh, they make some kind of mistake and then the Bengals win. I think that's what happens. So you think it'll be a one-score game? Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't know necessarily field goal, but I would go. It's definitely going to be a one-score game. Okay. All right. Well, you, there you have it. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm already <laughs> waiting with my I'm waiting with my prediction on Tuesday. I said the Chiefs. I said I think the Chiefs will win by four. 
Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, there's something in the water here. You know, when you said this feels like the Bengals year. Yeah. I almost think that about like this. Um, we talked on the Tuesday show with Sterling Holmes. We were talking about, I, I mean, you would, if you're living Casey, of course, you would be familiar with um, the great journalist, Therese Paler and, and the work that he would do. RIP. Yeah. You know, we like, he was just, he, he was so gifted at writing about the game of football in ways that were so mesmerizing itself. But he, he would just talk about Patrick Mahomes would have these, you know, these games where he would just say like over my dead body, we're like, we're, we're winning this game. And this feels like, like Mahomes' ability to go right back to practice almost feels like one of those. Insane, yeah. Yeah. Like where you're going to watch this here, like Phoenix rise from the ashes. <laughs> and it's only going to add to this like mystique of Mahomes being so good so quickly. Yeah. Um, and so that almost made me a believer in that way. Uh, otherwise, I would have to say, yeah, no one's playing better football than the Bengals, but it will be very interesting. Um, I'll go with the Chiefs. Either way. Uh, it's going to be a great football game. Lee, any other parting thoughts you want to leave us with? You know, it's your show, Matt. I'm just here for the ride. So you, you take us <laughs> on. Sounds good. Hey, we appreciate you coming on the show. Folks, you can follow Lee on Twitter at like a Lee. At please, six. please, please don't do that. It's right there. <laughs> She'll tell you not to do that. I'll tell you to do it anyway. Also, more importantly, check out her work at stripehype.com. Do that. Definitely. And do that. Also on Twitter at stripehype. Uh, Lee, we always appreciate it. This won't be the last time we do this. Thanks so much. Thank you. You got it. You got it. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. We always appreciate and uh, stay on, uh, stay tuned to your feed on YouTube and wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Because later on, and really in just a few hours, Matt Verderam, Patrick Allen, will be here with the full Bengals Chiefs preview from those guys. We'll see you later.